0: Don't be poor. Politics ruin, or rather control your whole life, man. You're going to be a miserable person. Straight up. Unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors.
1: Sad. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Underground for episode 114. <laughs> Dude, doing this live is uh is a little more difficult than it used to be. Yeah, um, right. My I Jeez. All right. Well, sorry. Start everybody. it from the top. We'll do it all live. All right, all right. We're, oh, doing, we're, it live. Live. we're doing it live. We're already live. Crap. Yeah, we are live. Well, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the Underground. I am joined once again by Joseph Wild West
0: pimp Style.
1: And my name's David. Sexual Tyrannosaurus. And this is, the sh- blah, this is the show where every week we try to remind you. Politics ruins everything. Give me the meat and give it to me at all. Joseph,
2: how are you doing? Man, I'm doing well. By the way, I, I need, cannot hear I, I, yeah, anything you're playing. The, I forgot to add that. Just to, to let you know, together. but... I'm doing well. Just tired. Been a long weekend and a long day, but that's okay. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. Um, good weekend. Some watched a good show last night. Uh, you know, House of the Dragon that we're gonna get to. Got to see the last of us trailer. Got to watch ten minutes of Andor. Uh, you actually completed it.
1: And give it to me at all.
2: Okay. I just wanted to make sure you could hear that. Oh yeah, I'll give it to you all right. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> 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 But, yeah, so not not that bad of a weekend. What about yourself? I slept a lot. <laughs> Editing, sleeping, trying to
1: deal with uh, with the comment section on YouTube videos, some of which was good, some of which is bad.
2: Uh, I had so to, do you have it worse or do I have you it have worse? It, it you up? have it
1: worse, but it's getting worse on my end because the shorts uh, for YouTube are bringing in a lot of people who think that the 30 second clip that we put up is our entire opinion and so they people will fill and they do of course they do this on TikTok as well but Mm -hmm. they they fill in uh a bunch of like random opinions of us that make no sense which also explains why a lot of those people probably like rings of power because they're just making up the story in their head to to justify why they like the show
2: yeah a lot of uh, assumptions going on holy smokes i've I, seen
1: yeah um i was trying let me <laughs> now that you've got me on this i feel the need to to read a couple of these okay because these are some let's of the ones it. that i haven't responded to so let's see oh someone said subscribed awesome uh thanks uh doing it live baby yeah uh oh uh it works in the show because, in all caps, that's literally how it happens in the lore. No explanation.
2: <laughs> Which is probably not true because the show sincerely obliterates about 90% of the lore. So they're not even sticking to it. What it Really what that is yeah. is probably, well, they name-drop Mithril, and Mithril's in the books. So I'm like, yeah, but that's, oh, that's actually, not the origin of uh, oh, it.
1: This is a good one for Psychopath Galadriel. Wrong! that's the comment <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: oh, it's man. so great these people don't even know they're helping us too when they make those comments uh, with the I, algorithm
1: i know i i if you comment on the video the view counts go up like it's it's pretty simple i, I just i've never completely understood that um i also i have my uh my light off on my camera today because my eyes have been bugging me recently um so that's oh, why it looks a little darker uh, so we can normal. see your pretty eyes um also zax is in the troll room what's up dude hope you're doing well yeah man sorry that i got i came into your stream about 10 minutes before you ended <laughs> i've been working nights so i don't i don't get a lot of time uh, to watch people's stuff
2: yeah he's the one that uh convinced me to do those clips uh, those shorts on just scenes from like rings of power and from house of the dragon because he's doing so well on his with band band of brothers so yes and they're a lot easier to to do than the you know having to do the audio from our podcast scan through it yeah yeah, make sure everything sounds right i'm editing double the work whereas with on just doing the clips it's just one one aspect yeah yeah, so
1: (laughs) all right well joseph So, for those who end up listening to this in podcast form, or they catch it live, or any other way that they manage to do this, why don't you run everyone through the Value for Value system, um, and we'll get started with the show.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, we talk a lot about Value for Value, and I guess to kind of really have an episode to where we you know, talk about it more in depth than we have in the past, but for those who are new or those who have been listening to us for a while, the Value for Value is a support system for our listeners. Actually, let me read it from here because I edited it and I was reading the unedited one. Excuse me. (laughs) Value for Value is a listener-based support system where you determine the value our content is worth. If you feel you are getting value from our content, please consider becoming a supporter by donating your time, talent, and treasure. Time meaning any effort you put into improving or developing our content or sharing it. Talent, meaning any skills you possess that you want to contribute to help us develop our platform. So, for example, artwork for the podcast episodes, branding, design, editing, whatever skill you have and talent and you think you're getting value from our YouTube channel, from our podcast, from any social media we have, you can donate to us in the form of that talent. Also, your treasure. So, that can be paying a one-off amount or a reoccurring contribution for the value you think our service is worth. So you determine it and we put in the work. And so basically you can just on if you're on YouTube, you can go to the description of any of our videos or our about me section and you can click the direct.me link. If you're listening to our podcast, you can go to the show notes and click the direct.me link there. Once you click it, you will find our PayPal link and Bitcoin wallet address for contributions as well as our YouTube Odyssey, TikTok, Instagram and Twitter links. And if you do send a donation to us, whether if it's a one-time donation or a reoccurring donation, be sure to include a note and so that we can read it on the live stream uh, as well. So, yeah. so that's and- our goal. Basically, your donations will keep our content advertisement free. Our goal is to not monetize our YouTube channel or not have any advertisements on yeah. our podcast. We're also aware that being on YouTube already is limiting our ability to speak as freely as we would like. But once we were able to get those donations up through our podcast through YouTube, we can then start you know going back to doing the podcast episode off of YouTube and then you know, all our other live streams will be on YouTube. So but the value for value also originated with Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak of the No Agenda podcast. That's one of the ways that we got it and we really much want to instead of like doing a patreon and having all these tiers and if you donate this amount this is what you get so on and so forth the puts you know if people don't have as much money as others puts them at a disadvantage with our content and then also we have to do more work and so instead of that we kind of reverse the roles to where as you the listener will determine the value of our work thus the responsibility is on you as a consumer to be critical of whether our service is valuable and then to determine in what form quantity and extent you want to share it. So for us, how it helps me and David out is a, we don't have advertisers or sponsors, so we don't have to have our speech impeded, so to say. So like if McDonald's wanted to be a advertiser for our stuff, just for example, then we probably wouldn't be able to talk about how, you know, a burger at Burger King or whatnot. Uh, so <laughs> it, it helps with that. So, uh, and then secondly, it gives us direct feedback on the value we deliver and try to find a balance between the time we invest and the yield of support we have.
1: Absolutely. Um, I was going to mention something and I don't even remember what it was. It's probably not that important. Uh, all right. Well, why don't we go ahead and jump into, oh, did you, oh, this, 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 uh, this report about this Twitch thing. Did you want to talk about this? Do you want me to play this clip?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is and going to be in reference to the value for value, too. So, yeah, go ahead and play this clip. Uh, sorry, y'all doing this live. I have like a million
1: screens.
0: Did you just send me $1 USD? What am I going to buy with that? Come on, Harge. Don't be poor. You already did $1. Guess what? I'm literally getting $0.60. Cents. Okay, you don't sub right now. Three, two, one, you're getting banned.
2: One of the most popular... All right. <laughs>
1: Bro, I got to steal that clip. It's like three, two, one, you're getting banned.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whether it's a $1 or a million dollars, all donations are welcome here. And that's a great thing. Whether if you have a dollar donation or a million dollar donation, you're getting all the same content. Now, there are plans in the future to, you know, um, do something similar to what NoGenda has, to where if you donate, you know, anything that's $50 or less or $49 or less is automatically anonymous. And well, we can we'll work that out. You don't need to go yeah. into all okay. the details of that. We're, details. We're,
1: okay. we're, not, we're not there yet. No, um, but yeah, they the one of the cool things that no agenda does is that they give uh producer credits to people when they hit a certain uh certain goals. Um, and so hopefully in the future we'll be able to do something like that because. If you and I'm actually I'm I'm surprised that more of the bigger shows, whether they do stuff on YouTube or whether it's just podcasting, haven't implemented this because it's the kind of thing where no agenda. When you hit that limit for them to give you an associate producer or producer credit, um, they will back you up if you decide to put it on a resume. So if you get into an industry where being a producer on something looks really good, they do that. And so it's it's a it's a future goal. Like we're just we're trying to think. Yeah. In uh, in future terms, if you will, to try to get ahead of all of that, um, plan now or whatever the case may be. So, uh, with all of that, uh, why don't we go ahead and get into this first topic? Um, and I know, I know you haven't played this game yet, but I've gotten multiple text messages today because everyone's really excited that this, uh, the last of us trailer dropped for the HBO series. Yeah. Um, and I have thoughts, uh, me too. And uh i'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up. i I thought about playing it, but I'm pretty sure that the the stream would get taken down if, if I did because of the copyrighted music in it. Probably. Uh, so I'll, I'll do what we always do, and we'll just kind of uh, click through uh, the trailer. Um, this is coming out sometime next year. It's going to be 10 episodes, and it's starring uh, Pedro Pascal and the girl who's playing Ellie.
2: Honestly, I can't remember her name. I've sure. seen her before. She was the. Wasn't she in Game of Thrones season eight? She's the chick that got killed by the giant troll.
1: Oh, is that who that yep. is? Oh, okay. Uh, yes, yeah, that season.
2: Yeah, your favorite season. H. That's uh, the one you thought they should win an Emmy for, right?
1: Oh yeah 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 definitely. Um. Oh wow, I barely recognize her. I don't think she looks anything like Ellie, and, and it kind of frustrates me. Um. I think the casting's actually not great um really yeah it's uh i mean he might do all right he might he might turn out to be convincing her name's bella ramsey um and nick offerman is in it
2: yeah that's cool i just saw that it's bill
1: yeah so i'm trying to remember i'm pretty sure bill is a character that you specifically meet in the first game he doesn't play like a really big role and that's that's one of the things that i'm kind of curious about with the show uh is what they're going to adapt exactly and how this is going to turn out to be uh mormont yeah that's who it is thank you troll room um i uh i don't know i just don't know yeah. because neil Druckmann is involved in this and he's he's basically over he's over naughty dog at this point and he is the reason a lot of people hate the second last of us game mm. um, and the more uh that game did not i'll put it in terms for myself that it didn't age well for me mm.
2: um
1: i thought it was like fine when it came out and i was kind of enjoying the the moment to moment with it but a lot of people have broken down a lot of that game um and i guess i w- i won't spoil what happens in it oh i know do you know what happens okay so mm-hmm. spoiler for anyone who hasn't played the last of us 2 cuz it does it's probably going to happen in the show at some point and it does kind of go into the conversation of how this is going to work so um at the beginning of the last of us 2 they kill joel off
2: like yeah, the, 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 like an hour at the in- retcon that an hour into it. So wasn't that a huge controversy?
1: It was. And still is. Uh, and it's not as much that they did it. A lot of people would tell you that it's the way that they went about doing it. Yeah. And that there was really no build up. It happened so quickly. And when you consider the character of Joel, like who he is, they... Uh, they weren't thinking about how to make it happen naturally cuz Joel like so the one of the biggest problems yeah. is that he runs into this girl he saves her for some reason her name's Abby she's like the second character that you play for about half of the game mm-hmm. and it's it's one of the reasons why that game's like it's pretty long um probably too long uh <laughs> they can save on paying pedro um they uh <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's let me, a good point, gather- Zach. Yeah,
2: yeah, in the troll room, Zach says they can pay, save on paying Pedro, which probably is not a bad idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it, and again, it comes back to the way that they, they, that they did it. Because Joel would not have trusted her. And yeah. there's questions around whether he would have even saved these random strangers that they meet in the first hour of the game, or that he and Tommy, his brother, meet in the first hour of the game. So all of that being said, the trailer's out. I, I mean, visually... I, I don't hate it i i think some of it is maybe a little i i uh, maybe a little too walking dead esque for me um yeah. even this so y- you can see in even the way that the titles are it's like y'all are going for this amc uh walking dead that's vibe. what it reminded me and i'm just like please don't do like please don't do that
2: um i was gonna say with the video game it sounds like how they could have made it better with the last of us part two from what i've you know heard from you and and listening to some others is is that you know maybe you could have you're still playing as joel because that's what you do in the first game right you play as joel yeah okay so you still play of it yeah you you still play as joel and you're going through the game with abby now right too so you're growing with her and you do it to you know for the writers to where the you know audience comes and becomes invested in her and they like her and then she does this you know uh, thing to kill him, and then it's like catches you off guard. That probably would have been better than just right in the beginning.
1: Yeah. And then you have to play as her for like half the game after... Yeah. And, and you
2: just don't care about her because she just did this terrible thing, thing to, to the main
1: character of the first
2: game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they... I, ah, speaking of... This is something we've been talking about a lot. They retcon uh, Abby's story into the first game. Oh. And it's really... It's an interesting little retcon because they uh, th- uh what they do is joel at the very end of the game he kills some doctors to save ellie specifically one because mm-hmm. there's some other doctors in the room and i'm pretty sure you can just like you can kill them afterwards or just leave them there if you want but he specifically kills one doctor right. and then they retcon that in the second game not only to be abby's father but they race swap him into a white dude <laughs>
2: <laughs> man, i'm telling you man these shows and, and these so people. it's
1: it's really it's really funny because i'm pretty sure the guy in uh in the original nice. game he was either black or indian or something like that um and so i uh i just i found it to be really interesting that that was the direction they decided to go and i, I think yeah. um there were a couple things that i appreciated them trying to do in that game about uh Oh, neither side is really good you know it's like that game of thrones style thing where you you're supposed to like the characters um and then the characters do awful things to each other to characters who are like good um Mm -hmm. and they do it with like dogs some other things like that Uh, i just don't think it works because i don't think anybody cared about abby so they force they force this character in and the whole time you're just like but she murdered joel
2: yeah exactly and you're like there's no I don't relation wanna... there there's no connection there you don't like her yeah, yeah yeah just not gonna work big mistake
1: um i i just didn't i didn't appreciate it and um they of course they went down this road to where you they don't even give you a choice at any point during the game whether you want to like let her live or not mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been a long time since i played last of us Two.
2: everybody would have chosen her that's to die. why that's why oh,
1: okay. because they hated her that much um and so they, they kind of like force this character on you i i don't think that ghost of tsushima coming out the same time as the last of us two helped either because that game's awesome mm. um
2: i can't yeah. wait for that show well i say that
1: yeah i want to see the show apparently they're going to stick
2: to the lore really well from my understanding but we'll see
1: it, it could be really cool
2: yeah so could be as far as the shows this show's concerned, yes, I'm very just overall right now pessimistic when anything within Hollywood is announced. And so because the writing has been terrible for a lot of TV shows and movies put out, I just don't really have high hopes for a lot of things, unfortunately, so it's more of I have to be proven wrong. You know what I mean?
1: That's kind of where I'm at with a lot of stuff too unfortunately uh i mean house of the dragon did that for me um Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about two other shows briefly that i think for the most part uh have either has either started to kind of do that and one one that i think um i I won't say that i like it as much as other people but it's above average compared to a Mm -hmm. lot of the other stuff that we're getting um so yeah I, i don't know i mean there's there's some imagery in here that's uh reminiscent of the games which of course that's what they're always doing yeah and so and, and drugman is supposed to be pretty involved which may turn out to be a bad a bad thing because the guy's mm-hmm. got a he, he thinks he's an auteur so he's, oh he's yeah one of these he's one of these guys that had success with the original last of us got a big, snyder. yeah got a big head yeah a lot of people don't like that we're not snyder fans um <laughs> I know. Yeah.
2: I'm like I just don't understand like, why, sorry, y'all. why y'all are. <laughs> uh,
1: you can have you can have Justice League. Y'all can have his 4 hour um, yeah. unedited uh, Gosh,
2: I couldn't even get through that movie. I was like nope. Yeah. Not uh, doing it.
1: I was trying to find the shot. So there's a shot of them I'm going to turn the volume off for this and see if I can find it. Uh in the rain or uh, they're in yeah, they're in the rain and it's it's fr- oh here it is. It's these towers. These are. This is actually some would be reminiscent for people who have played the first games because you go up in these towers oh, in that's the games, cool. and they have. To, you. Have, I'm pretty sure you have to like cross over, um, so and uh... yeah, I, th- I there's so you know it had those moments where I have a lot of memories from specifically the first game. Still good memories from the first game, um, <laughs> and uh, you have to uh show me a little bit more than this but I did one of the other things I thought looked pretty good I'm trying to get a shot of it was the uh, the clicker where's the clicker where's the clicker let me see if was it at the end right here let's see one two three four five nope that's not it I know it's in here somewhere I just, she doesn't look like Ellie at all. And it's, re- it, it, bo- it legitimately bothers me. Um, because cool Ellie. Ellie was originally designed after now Elliot Page. Mm
2: hmm. Oh, it was and designed off of Elliot Page. Yeah. Uh, that was the, uh, that was the
1: original. Yeah. And it was so, they claimed that it wasn't the case, but they actually changed Ellie's look a little bit. And then we're like, no, no, no. We never intended it to be, uh, to be bad. Oh, here's the the clicker. I thought the clicker looked pretty good. Um, the sound effects are great, but that's that's hard to give them credit for because the sound effects were already great from the game. So all mm-hmm. you really have to do is lift those from the game and apply yeah. them to the show. So that's nice. At least they're. I'm curious to see how faithful of an adaptation they're gonna do.
2: That's how I act when I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm
1: not gonna uh. ban them i'm not sure how it's how it's really gonna go um oh sorry that's the show notes um but so far so the it's got 145k this is the american trailer has 145k likes to about 10k dislikes oh not bad so people and and like i said i've had friends texting me talking to me about it and i um and people are excited uh so we'll see you That's know what's up i i think part of it too is that a lot of people haven't listened to interviews of neil Druckmann. Yeah, he's kind of insufferable
2: oh uh, really yeah i haven't listened to, yeah is he kind of i guess i don't know would you say the short runners of the rings of power are insufferable they're borderline there borderline yeah, yeah.
1: i think Sapochnik in particular especially because he's not on the show anymore but he got uh his bell rung a little bit from season eight yeah because of you know the filming through the potato and everybody hated it like, <laughs> you know everybody yeah. was like nah. just
2: dark and yeah. stupid dark and stupid it was that yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was like dark yeah <laughs> hey now on. lighting wise look great <laughs> 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 i will uh, say that but so
1: and he you know oh he directed episode six of house of the dragon i don't know if you noticed that
2: oh yeah yeah. so and hey he you know it had a little bit of that taste to it he
1: he learned i think he learned his lesson though because i think he did so he directed episode three as well uh those are the two episodes that i know for certain that are dark And we well we talked about it in that opening shot with Damon where you can't see what's going on and it was like oh of course sapochnik directed that this this new episode i think they he did he did better he it seemed like he's he reined it in some uh nice but yeah so i i briefly want to talk about two shows one of which you've only seen 10 minutes of and the other one i wouldn't recommend to you anyway okay i wasn't thinking, gonna watch it anyway yeah, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't think you'd like it um so cyberpunk um talk about another game with controversy surrounding it yeah um and I know you know a lot about that. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on the the podcast before but it uh it was above average a lot really? of people like this yeah i think it's got like a hundred percent i think uh it's got like a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes i would i'd have to check for sure. Um, or excuse me, it's edge edge runners, cyberpunk edge runners. Um, it's got issues that I haven't heard anybody talking about. I think that they had.
2: That is based on cyberpunk. Is that the main issue?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, no. So, of course, the biggest issues with the the game when it came out were that uh, cyberpunk was broken, like
2: horribly mm-hmm. broken, especially on. They sold an incomplete game.
1: Uh, yeah, last gen consoles, it was broken. A lot of it didn't work well in when you got a, to higher resolutions, and man, there were a million things. There's like a documentary out there that you can go watch. Uh, the the people making the game, especially the higher ups, were lying to people about the, the like what, what what was possible with the game. You know?
2: Oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah, and it got into it. And one of the the first things I noticed was that you would park your car and traffic would just line up behind you and never try to go around you, and and you're like y'all. Grand Theft Auto solved that in 2003 <laughs> when the third one came out or whenever that whenever that was. That might have been 2000. Uh, but yeah. There there's all there were all these things that's like this is not good. You had all your characters doing T poses like all all the stuff, uh, happening and it was kind of boring and felt kind of lifeless. And they were talking about it was supposed to be this m- amazing
2: experience. People like spent a ton of money waiting for that too, Um, reordering it and everything. And I just remember it just falling completely flat. But speaking of glitches, just reminded me one time I was playing in say college basketball and I went to go dunk and my guy flew off the (laughs) the entire page when I went to go dunk. And that's what, uh, seeing some of the glitches from cyberpunk reminded me of. Yeah.
1: Uh, but edge runners. All right. It's all right um i don't think they thought it was going to be as popular as it was and i won't Mm -hmm. tell you why because the ending in particular it leaves room open for them to do more but it is very interesting because i i don't think they were expecting it to get the kind of praise it was people like it so much that sales for cyberpunk went like skyrocketed
2: really yeah i feel bad for those people
1: it's so odd. I, I kinda wanna I've got Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven mm-hmm. and I kinda wanted to re-download it and hop back in and see if there was any anything to be don't like, oh wow, they've changed it. Um but I haven't played it since uh it's been about a year and a half because I, I hopped in after they did the first update just to be like, Okay, let's see what kind of quality of life changes they've fixed. And I was like, nah, this is pretty much still the same game and I haven't I haven't played it since. Yeah. Uh the show's all right. Uh some interesting characters. I don't I think it, the one of the reasons I was, I, I think that it was on a budget, uh, has to do with the fact that there's scenes in it where characters will be talking, and they'll just be on static images for longer than ten seconds. So it's really, it's really weird. I'm like, yeah. why didn't you animate the characters talking to each other? And I, I, I think they would tell you the people who made this. I think they would tell you that they were trying to go for some sort of like artistic thing, but I think mm-hmm. it was just because their budget wasn't as high as it should have been yeah because there's some very odd decisions in there
2: was it uh was it project red cd cd project red Red. yeah cd project red weren't they behind it yes cyberpunk
1: yeah so they are the creators of the witcher um and it's it's just it's a very interesting story because the game was trash when it came out and what's funny is the witcher 3 was Uh, pretty bad off as well Mm. when it first came out a lot of glitches now it wasn't nearly as bad as this because i played uh the witcher 3 on ps4 i think when that originally released and i remember there being glitches and there was one in particular that was pretty bad um but you could still move the story forward as far as i remember cyberpunk's a whole different story because they talked a big game with this thing coming out and so it's really interesting, not only that people were so willing to give the show a chance, but that all of these people went to buy the game afterwards. And it's like, okay, I guess I guess they are off the hook. Because uh, the same yeah. thing kind of happened when they announced another Witcher game. It's like, y'all, do you not remember Cyberpunk? Yeah, right? I was like, I don't... It, listen.
2: I think it's another team behind team behind uh, the new Witcher 4 coming out. So I don't think it matters. Supposedly. I
1: I don't think it matters because it's still CD Projekt Red. Yeah. So the upper people were the ones that ultimately were the problem behind Cyberpunk because they were rushing it out. They were the ones lying to everyone about what it was. And mm-hmm. then the thing comes out and it's completely broken. And it's like, y'all, you can't just be like, oh, well, it's not it's not cyberpunk, so it'll probably be fine. It's, like, they need to prove that this isn't going to happen again. You know what I mean? Like, the game yeah. needs to be excellent. So, anyway, um, if you're into, like, c- cyberpunk-y anime-style stuff and you don't mind that uh, it, it's just off in some places, like, it was so distracting um, these few times that the characters would be talking and, and it just... It, it was almost like a still image. Like you were just sitting there mm-hmm. watching a still image or the back of characters' heads in a car and they're talking to each other for an extended period of time. And I'm like, why aren't we looking at their faces? Why are we not getting low the animation? And, and that's what I think. I think there was some low-budget yeah. stuff going on. Um, the other thing, before we get into House of the Dragon, uh, I, I, you've only watched 10 minutes of this and I've watched mm-hmm. all three episodes. And so we'll save like ma- a major discussion of the show so far. Maybe we maybe around like episode six, We could do like a halfway point because I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be 12 episodes and or released this week. And it's like a Star Wars thing that I don't totally hate. I'm not I don't love it. Mm -hmm. The third episode's pretty good. And it was it's kind of surprised me that. There was something that just I didn't find to be completely just clown. Trash. Yeah. Yeah. Just Especially goofy. with it
2: being Disney and how bad the writing has been since. It's, it's, I mean, honestly, you could say Disney with star Wars. There's probably only two products from them that I would films, right. That I would give them a pass for. I thought Rogue One was great. I thought it was good. I should say.
1: You'll probably like this then.
2: Then, and mm, mandalorian i've never watched it but i've heard people who have really liked it that you know i respect their opinion on i don't like the mandalorian you don't like the mandalorian well
1: it's 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 not boba fett bad uh but he's the he is the definition of plot armor he literally Uh, had he literally wears plot armor everywhere he goes um and there's there's some other stuff about it too that uh you know they did the whole baby yoda thing oh yeah and i think people liked baby yoda so much that they decided to just constantly make it that mm. Well, when he was supposed to be this you know gunslinging bounty hunter who you know wasn't showing mercy to anyone and they basically turned him into like a midwife <laughs> that's um, funny I, people are gonna get mad well, about that but I, and i i've i think i've talked to tyler about that show and we've talked about star wars a couple times i have issues with star wars across the board just because it's kind of all over the place lore wise and there's all of this stuff including cartoons that you have to watch and possibly even books to keep up with what's going on in
2: certain circumstances um that's how i feel with marvel now as well or that's what i think with marvel now it's like now you have to keep up with all these shows it's not just beforehand it was three movies a year right that you had to watch and then maybe a roughly yeah. one show yeah roughly and now it's well you got to watch all 10 shows and 15 movies that come out every year and it's like guys um it's not that important to me
1: <laughs> exactly it's like oh here we've gotten what almost five tv series and how many movies this year well yeah. i guess over the last two years it feels it all feels like too many in one year because eternals was last year and Shang-Chi, I think, was last year, too.
2: That movie's still haunting me, Eternals. Oh, man. And They're making a second one, dude. I don't know why, dude. I don't understand. Who
1: <laughs> approved that, dude? Didn't That's it, what I want to know. Didn't it bomb? It didn't make
2: its money back, right? <laughs> I thought it didn't. I thought it didn't, too. Uh, I don't know who decided that. A terrible mistake. But I'm definitely going to now have to hate watch it. <laughs> yeah, I guess
1: we're going to have to do a, a second viewing of that one. Man, I... Uh, MCG liked love and thunder. Um, it's funny. I was, I saw one of his videos and, uh, I was like, oh, I feel bad. Cause last week after we finished recording, I was like on there talking to everybody. And I was like, yeah, love and thunder sucks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I mean, that's okay. It's a good, you know, Oh, why do you like this movie? Where are you seeing it from? What perspective do you have? Yeah. And, and then
1: he really likes comic books and mm-hmm. it, I think that's where he's getting some of his like value from is that there there's references and things from those in there, but there's just a lot of no one was trying in that movie. Mm -hmm. Um now and that's the thing is so with Andor in particular, and then then we can move on. Mm -hmm. Uh I I think the first two episodes are far too slow. I think you could have taken them and cut a bunch out and made them one episode Mm -hmm. and had this two episode arc. Um but the third episode they do enough build up in the first two in the same way that House of the, now this is not as good as House of the Dragon let me just say that um, but they they do enough build up between the first two episodes with characters and mm-hmm. the characters actually have character for lack of a better way of putting it hey, they're not they're not just one they're not just one Disney dimension.
2: level Disney is leveling up here
1: yeah and that's what I think it's partially shock from me. That there are characters that I find interesting, and it's in a also Star
2: Wars movie or show.
1: Yeah, and it's also really interesting because it's coming from an Andor show, from a character who isn't that old as far as the series is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, isn't it a
2: prequel to Rogue One? Yeah, sort. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's I, as far as I'm aware, it's supposed to be about like it, it's a a prequel story for Andor, who is in Rogue One. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's also a story about the creation of uh, the Alliance or the Rebel Alliance. Mm -hmm. And um, it's kind of cool and it's kind of mature and it's only got a couple goofy things in it. Some of that that Star Wars goof is still there. Um, People still can't aim for the most part and it's still frustrating. Uh, I know that that that's one of those things that, it's time for Star Wars to kind of, like, move forward from the nobody-knows-how-to-aim-their-blasters thing. Yeah. Uh, because it, it always come Like, it, it devalues the threats in the show for me.
2: Um, no stakes or tensions, because you know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Andor's character is really interesting, because, you know, they didn't... He's not a Mary Sue. He's not perfect. He actually makes a ton of mistakes, and he's kind of uh, an idiot and a douchebag.
2: Are you telling me that his pride and arrogance...
1: It's a part of his character.
2: His flaws work out to harm him instead of to benefit him, David?
1: Yes, yeah. Um,
2: Holy ravioli.
1: Now, of course, he's got plot armor because we all, you know, if you now, haven't, is, haven't seen Rogue One, we know what happens to him in Rogue One, so he's obviously going to make it through the whole yeah. series. But they do a good job of, like, so specifically in the third episode, he there's a, an item that is very valuable to him. Mm-hmm. And... He, he doesn't use logic and puts his life huh is Is it it mithril mithril? no it's not no it's not as important as mithril joseph um but he puts his his life in danger to get this thing and it it kind of shows without it having to to actually happen that way um (laughs) uh it it shows without actually having to like kill a character off or whatever that he's he's not very he's not very smart he's incredibly selfish in the things that he's doing. And I imagine that's going to come back into play later on in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the really, the only criticisms that I have of the show is one, the first two episodes are semi-unnecessary and there's this, this um, I, and I think they're done with it. I think they're done with it after these first three episodes. But there's a, um, a, a flashback sequence of him as a kid and mm-hmm. it's just, it's mostly useless. It really doesn't add a whole lot to the story. Um, and there's also a scene in the very beginning... And you might have gotten this far... Because I think it happens within the first 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, so he he's on this planet... And he goes um, for reasons... And I'll, I'll keep stuff mostly spoiler free for this... Um, and he goes this place because he's looking for something... And yep. he leaves... And so these two far. guys hold him up in an alley... And they're uh, essentially like the security guards for the planet mm-hmm. that he's on... And one of the guys... He headbutts, I'm pretty sure, from behind and murders him from a headbutt. And I was just kind of like Ugh. Hey man, isn't that how the uh
2: commercial dude died? The guy who was always trying to sell like the the putty Billy, and, and Billy everything. Maze? Yeah. I, I thought, <laughs> he got a uh I think he knocked his head on an airplane, just a simple knock and from turbulence yeah, and then something died. So uh, hey that's I okay how to justify it.
1: Sure. But dude, we're talking about immediate death. Like he gets hit in the head. So however oh. he he hits, <laughs> um, however he hits hits him, he the guy falls to the ground. Um, and I don't know what the implication is supposed to be that he died when he hit his head on the ground because they kind of talk about that later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's such a surprise when it happens. So he um, he like they they get in a scuffle. And Andor gets the gun from the other guy, and then the guy like flips his friend over, and the dude's just dead, and his eyes are like wide open, you know. And I was like, Whoa, "What? What?" <laughs> I was like, uh, and I
2: thought, "Well, I think I need I'm to, right up to that point." Um, I need,
1: yeah, I need to go back and um, check again to see if I if there was just like a quick thing that I missed in there with the scuffle. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was it was very odd uh, that 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 that's what happened.
2: That's funny. I think so far, again. You've seen the first three episodes. I've only seen the first ten minutes. So far, in ten minutes, I've enjoyed kind of the groundedness and grittiness that it has to it. Dude,
1: there are no stormtroopers in the first three episodes. There are no lightsabers. There ah, is no force.
2: It's it, It's weird
1: to say that some of the reason that it works is because it's kind of just like people living in the Star Wars universe doing mm-hmm. jobs. It sounds like, well, why would you want to watch that? But as as a lot of people know and will learn from some of my tastes when it comes to these things, mm-hmm. character work is a top three thing that is necessary for me to get involved in a show.
2: I think that's with a lot of people. Character work. A good character can overcome even a bad main narrative. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you have a character that you like, that's relatable, that's really well written. So at least that's what I've found. For the most part i mean that's not a generally speaking i would say but you ready to get on to house of the dragon
1: yes let's uh let's talk about this week's episode of house of the dragon i just have to Mm -hmm. to get it uh get premiere in the correct
2: place i think Um, i have a uh a on this lovely scene of renera at the beginning yeah a differing opinion on this episode than a lot of people. I'm not as you didn't, ecstatic. You didn't,
1: you didn't like it, did you? <laughs> I think, right.
2: I think that's kind of fair. Um, I, th- I think it's all right. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good. I mean, it may, it may, I can understand where people are coming from that it's good. Let me phrase that. I don't think it's great. Like, the last episode was my favorite episode. This one is not, it's actually not due to the new actors that are involved. It's just, I think it's, again, I think, House of Dragons is doing better at it than The Rings of Power. Yeah. The time compression. Yeah. Playing a factor in the sense of, it's not the time compression itself, it's just the things they don't answer in this episode that were left off from the previous one.
1: Ooh.
2: Um...
1: Yeah, yeah, I, um... I think that I do. mean they
2: also lean really hard into the feminism aspect in this episode. Yeah, it's definitely more so than previously. And it's
1: really funny because it's uh uh Laris. No, not Laris. Um sorry, it's those L names that I was giving me. Her husband. Lenor? Lenor, who yeah. gives that speech and he's like I I I assume that they're trying to make his character out to be dumber than he is. Yeah, um,
2: I know, but when he asks what was it? Was it difficult or whatever? Oh yeah. It was. Did it
1: hurt? I think he just—he's literally like, "Did it hurt?" And I was just like, "Guys, I like, come bro. on." Now I, I, I chuckled. He's not that, though. Yeah, so I chuckled because I think the idea—and they build it up in this episode. I think the idea that they're showing is that she has not changed, mm-hmm. like at all. She's the same character. This is so. This is ten years after episode five, and Renara hasn't changed almost at all. The only thing that you could say is that she's more bitter than she was before. Yeah, and there are little I, I changes. I kind of see
2: her as a the more, and again, it's not a one for one comparison, but more of like the right. female Damon because she wants that kind of carefree. He does libertine, he does what he wants type attitude, and she's but she also wants to be responsible and do her duty to the crown because of her father. So she's kind of like a a mix of both.
1: Yeah, uh, she. She is his his opposite, and I th- or kind of like they are the same, uh, but in their their uh, their roles and the way that it's worked out for them, as we've seen in this episode, is yeah. different. I think that's a really good point. Um, yeah, because she always wanted those things, but to be fair, she chose it. Yep. And we know that because she had the opportunity uh, with Kristen Cole to leave. He gave her the chance, and she yeah. she basically was like, "Well, I have a job to do now." Yeah. And this is what what she decided for herself and so it's why i think the um and someone disagreed with us in the comments last last week uh but for the video for the video when i put it out but she um uh, the show's feminist quote-unquote agenda doesn't make a lot of sense because the women a lot of the women in the show are just as awful
2: and selfish as the men as are, the men. which I think is a good play. I, you know? Yeah, I, I do. Mean, I do too. I, it's it's the reason the problem. I, this is the problem I have with it is that they they make it like it's again. I'm not saying obviously giving birth isn't extremely difficult, right? That's not what I mean. But they're putting that like this is up here, and men going off to die, like all the servants of the king, right? You know, or the peasants and whatnot, everyone beneath him going off to die in these wars during this time period right right that well it, it's that like this is somehow above that and it's like guys no well, it's it's difficult for women in a way during this time period than it is for men and really the only one who kind of gets to do what they want to is the king <laughs> uh,
1: yeah yeah he gets to hang out and make his uh
2: not necessarily in, in in this show. That is true to an extent, but he is down bound by the duty to the realm and stuff, so he doesn't have absolute control in that manner, but just more so than other people do in on the spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And so but in the time period they're referring to the middle evil time frame, again, it's not saying that women didn't have hardships, but also saying that these different men who went off to battle and would get speared and, you know, sliced with a sword and everything. I imagine. Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal, (laughs) and and
1: yeah, and that's the thing is that they set up how brutal combat is in this. Yes, and and you could. So, I I guess my argument for some of that, and why it's so weird, that you have Sapochnik in particular, but we'll just say the showrunners because it's a little easier, and I'm I'm uh, I'm sure the other guy whose name I don't even know is it. Um, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he said some stuff too. Uh, but it's really funny because. Us knowing that as the audience, that the violence and everything that that's surrounding the show mm-hmm. uh, is a problem for characters. So Viserys, for instance, um, is trying to keep the peace, and we see that a lot in this episode as well, where he's yes. he really just he wants everything to continue because it's what's best for the realm. And it's really funny because it seems like Renera and Alicent and and we can talk about because it's not it's not as simple as like. Uh, Rhaenyra and Allison are just out for blood mm-hmm. but their decision making and their arrogance in these situations is what's going to lead to the death of and now I haven't read any of the source material but let's just say it's probably going to lead to the death of a lot of people that they care about. Yeah. And potentially their own demise as well whether that's death or uh, what's to come. Um, because that's I, I mean am, that's Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah. I enjoyed that this scene opened up with oh, my chair. <laughs> You know, she's given birth, and then Allison's like right away, bring the baby to me. She could have easily have gone to her, but yeah. it's a clear power move. It's she's a power move. hmm. And trying um, to establish dominance, and, you know, oh man, just worked really well, especially from, you know, we get that characterization of Allison in the last episode has now turned and realized what's going on and how she needs to behave and act. And then up to right here to where she's being a jerk, you know, and trying to play the game and establish her own power and, and you know, claim well, yeah, to the throne.
1: Yeah, it works so well because they set this up. So the it, what's so cool I, about her character in this episode mm-hmm. is that Otto's words literally rang through to her for the next 10 years.
2: Yeah. And you I can see the way miss- that it's... Its what misses me is that she just automatically... I didn't say this last time. I've been more so stewing on the last episode this week, and I was talking to Tyler actually earlier about this. I think he said it before I even got a chance to say it, but I don't really understand how they bridge the gap that Allison was lied to by Rhaenyra. Now, I somewhat brought it up in the last episode yeah. review, but Allison was lied to Rhaenyra about... Not with Damon, but in a sense, in a way, more by omission with Kristen Cole. Uh-huh. But I just don't understand how you go from that to thinking, okay, well now she's gonna kill all my children. Even with autos. No, so that know, well conversation that's conversation with her.
1: No 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 no, no. I, I think you're missing I, I think okay. you're missing the, the the point is that it, it is about the succession okay. and the claim to the throne. Gotcha. So auto is essentially telling her in the last episode you're alone now you can't renera's uh Rhaenyra's children and I I think he's saying that not because he knows that it, it's a hundred percent going to happen but mm-hmm. it's, we talked about this in the last episode um Otto understands how things work in this society right and if Renara has any thought of threat when she takes the throne mm-hmm. as in
2: uh so it's any possibility she's going to try and take it out? Yes,
1: and not to mention that Otto that Otto's whole reasoning behind doing that one is because he cares about uh, his daughter. But again, this is Game of Thrones. People are vying for position of power all the time, mm-hmm. and there's almost you're in an incredible position if you are essentially the grandfather of uh, the king. Yeah, and right. So it, it makes a lot of sense that uh, they would do that, and it and it works well enough that because it, it, it establishes i think the the potential for um it, you could call it for i don't foreshadowing's probably not the right word, but you you can see how they get from a a to b essentially yeah. so Allison, you're not gonna have anybody else. the man that mm-hmm. you married he's not gonna live forever um in fact i one of the things I've been surprised about is that Viserys has made it this long,
2: yeah me too um <laughs> I think there are. There's a lot of issues with this episode for me, in the sense that it felt a lot of things came across as very forced. Like, and we'll get into it later. Okay, but as we go,
1: I don't know. I I'm happy that uh, this is Lanor, right? His yeah. new, his new actor is better than the other guy. Yes. I, I, he's he's not a and major. his wig
2: is better too. His wig is better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I think I think they did a did a pretty good job. I don't think they look anything alike, but it's it's one of those situations that character changes it's why i've always when we've talked about Mm -hmm. characters needing to get replaced in other series um for instance like with black panther they should have just cast another actor Mm. um yeah or you know when they they've talked about star wars they should have just cast new actor now that's a totally different thing because we're in a different timeline with all the star wars stuff in my opinion about all that but it would have been fine for them to just continue the story where they left off and be like, hey, look, we have to cast new people to play these characters. We don't yeah. have it. We don't have a choice in order to tell the stories we want to. And I think as long as you do it well, most people are going to be fine with that. Yeah. Which as long is it's written.
2: Well, People yeah. will agree to it.
1: Um, So, yeah. Uh, and again, another thing that they're they're constantly doing in the show that I like is they're setting up little things about, uh, the characters. So even yeah. Rhaenyra, for instance, she's going through this entire situation and she's been bleeding <laughs> the yeah. whole time, uh, and
2: pushing through to it. And it's very yeah. much a callback to the first episode with her mother going through the labor and how she didn't want to do it. And now at this point we end up after this, you know, finding out that she has, this is her third child.
1: Yes. And so um, she's very yeah. much
2: with the last episode two episode f- five or four. To where she, you know, promised Viserys to fulfill her duties as, you know, the heir, which is what she's trying to do, but she just says I want to do it with Leonore.
1: Yes. And uh, we've been asking this question because it was something that uh, we found out before the show was going to air, but there was going to be a question of father who the father was of mm-hmm. certain characters in the show. And they I'm mixed on this. Uh, in the sense that I think it's fine that the way that they changed it, instead of there being a question about it, they're just like, oh no, we're just characterizing make it her a as... Making it painfully obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it works. I It's not the strongest moment for me. And that might yep. be the best way to put it. Uh, I was just sort of like, oh, so we're not even going to beat around the bush about... We're not going to make it a question of who the father of the, the three children is is
2: yeah you would have think she could have easily have found someone from you know because oh, from sorry. valeria or who had that blood in it because the lord Corylus and, and his line and it seemed that there were are more people who have the blonde hair at least to make it least least obvious you know what i mean
1: yeah so i wanted to add some
2: more tension to where it, it builds that you know that tension in the sense of the question surrounding it, and it's not immediately obvious, whereas it's so obvious here, and you I understand for series, I just really like him. it's like, bro, let my guy catch a break, uh-huh. but you know he just wants to maintain peace so bad that he he knows what's going on. he's just I'm not gonna acknowledge it
1: yeah and and so i I just kind of thought that it was. I wonder if because uh again because they've um they kind of have messed around with like the Valerian line and and the way mm-hmm. that um Lord Corleus' family maybe uh settled somewhere else and you know the mm-hmm. their blood was mixed with other people and that's how you kind of or like his descendants and that's how you kind of uh got this that they because they decided to do that um they were just like we're going to just Go through this really quick. Like we're not. We're it's it's a plot for this episode because I, I think they're going to do another time jump in the next episode. Yeah, I think so too. Um, because they're they're trying to. It's like I was. I, I think I I said in the last episode. I think this season is going to end, leading into. Uh, the war, the war, yeah, the Civil War. Yeah, uh, the day. I think it's called the Dance of the Dragons. Um, it's going
2: to be a bunch of politicking going on this season,
1: which, to be honest, I'm fi- I'm fine with.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, it's a good thing.
1: I really, in fact, I I think one of my only real criticisms of the show is, and it's a, it's kind of a personal thing. I think um, I would have been okay spending more time with mm-hmm. some of these characters. Uh, but they are—they're pretty much going through, and they—they they make it painfully obvious that some of these characters do not matter in the long run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I—I like all the stuff they did with the kids and and the dragons. Um, again, what what this episode felt like to me is that we hit a high peak with episode five, mm-hmm. and now we've dropped down some because we have to establish more characters.
2: Yeah, and set up some yes. more plot lines. Yeah, you have all the kids.
1: Um, you have uh you know even damon and and his children and his wife uh Mm -hmm. and in that whole plot where we're we're kind of just it's not a full reset but it's kind of like taking a breather and now we're kind of getting to see more build-up it's like you had build-up 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 christian uh or excuse me christian cole and uh killing the the knight of kisses uh was sort of that explosion and now we've come back down a little bit and we're like okay There's still a lot of tension. It's clear there's still a lot of tension. But, you know, we're dealing with the kids. And it, it's such an interesting implication because you getting to see the kids at that age and seeing some of their personalities already coming out because you're like, the these kids are, going, are, ha, are essentially growing up into this thing that's going to split their family apart. Yep. And, and you can and see it's how they're there, being used. Yeah, and it's like they're kind of, at least for now, they're kind of innocents that have got that are going to get swept up in this thing as if they're they don't have a choice which i think is kind of an interesting um i guess you could call it a theme. it's a theme of the show is that the 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 concept of choice who has choice who doesn't have choice yeah um who has the ability to do what and it's it's interesting that and we, we'll get to damon he kind of is the character that has that and he's not happy yep he's gotten to do it's whatever it's interesting he, isn't it yeah he's gotten to do whatever he wants and he's still not happy
2: and i would imagine that none of the others are happy either too
1: well you can everybody's
2: tell, in this unhappy
1: uh-huh. spot <laughs> you can tell Renera's is not and i i wonder if that's going to get um talked about North at some now. point yeah where maybe there'll be a conversation between Renera and damon at some point and it's like like you were saying before they're very uh, opposite each other in the way that their lives have turned out, despite having similar wants and desires. Mm-hmm. Um, some desires, very similar. Um, <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I liked a lot of this. I like the, we got to go down into the- um,
2: Dragon pit. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good, it was a cool. very eerie feeling, like, oh, uh, something bad may be about to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um, thought the dragons looked really good in this episode, too, especially the old one. What was it? Vagar, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah. I thought they did great in the detail of him. He looked very much like a ancient giant from antiquity. You and, know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I, I, me being a dummy, it took me a minute to figure this out after I finished the episode. I was like, why is Corleus' daughter... Able to ride a dragon, and I was like, "Oh, right! It's because her mother is Targaryen." Yeah. Um, I just it for whatever reason.
2: Is it only it Targaryens? I thought it was yeah. all Valerians. Nope,
1: Targaryens okay. specifically are the dragon riders. Yeah, um, and I didn't
2: realize in until this. Obviously, I thought all Targaryens were like fire and heat proof. No, but uh, apparently, that is, apparently that's just the Daenerys thing.
1: Yeah, and it's also a a show thing. Um, okay. Apparently. It's been a while since I've read the books, um, but she isn't fully in the books. Okay. Um, and Damon probably isn't either. But I liked the distinction there. Like that, you know. It's this one of the things that's great about the show is that they show you stuff on purpose. Yeah. There are certain things that you're getting that they you don't have to just be told, right? Like I, I had heard. I, I, uh, I love that. Um, you know. In something like Rings of Power, which we haven't... It's funny. We haven't brought it up yet. Uh, if they were trying to do a subplot about uh, the hair color of Rhaenyra's children, mm-hmm. someone would have been like, why is their hair brown? Did you notice that they have brown hair? That seems weird. You know what I mean? Like this very in-your-face. And one of the things that's nice about the show is that they tell you things when it's important. And I'm not saying it's perfect. I think that... yeah uh you know we talked about it in the last episode where they they did the the thing where um harwin and um his brother he's like oh do you know why the high towers or what color the flame glows when the high towers go to war and he's like green and you're like yeah. okay cool I'm, I'm not sure you needed to to tell us that and what's funny about that is i saw a clip from one of the showrunners who is like uh yeah, we just like w- were worried it with even with that scene in there. They were like, we thought pe- we were worried that people wouldn't understand what we were talking about. It's like you literally <laughs> spelled it out, dude. And and that's been the problem with some of the showrunners after the show things. You know, they used to do do that in the the old show, and it's like yeah. y'all you need to cut this out because, like, I don't watch Get them, them
2: to stop talking about it.
1: Yeah, I don't watch them anymore because I'm like. I kind of feel like you're ruining the show for me anytime i listen to either of you talk about this or anytime they come out with an article to you know how like allison would have been a trump supporter and it's just like
2: oh yeah now no.
1: to be fair to um because i it's, uh, i did hear this um gary mentioned this he said that the actor she was told to play it like that and she said no
2: oh good for her uh, so, yeah, yeah good Smart on her. Because it's just, it's dumb because you're like, what is why that? You, why do we, like, what does that mean? Why do we need it in Game uh, of Thrones? We don't, we don't like, need it in anything. That's just clearly personal bias coming into, you know, creating a show. And I think the, go ahead.
1: I was going to say people are well within their right to make those claims. Mm -hmm. but you got to back it up. If you're going to say it, you can't just say it because you're trying to win points with a certain group of people because Allison can come off cold sometimes, or they, you know, it's like this weird thing I've seen where people are talking about how Allison is like awful. And they use certain words to describe her. And I'm kind of like, are y'all paying attention to anyone else in this show? They're all kind of like that. And she, at least she's the queen. Her son does have the most accurate, uh, claim to the throne despite you know what i mean
2: i mean kind of not now with what the king decreed before he married her it won't matter though yeah and and we saw because this was set up too
1: remember because when they went down to the um when damon took her down into the city yeah and they watched the show or whatever and it turns out that a lot of people clearly weren't interested in having her as a ruler yeah and now when you have uh, her having three illegitimate children um Allison's painfully obvious. Allison's claim for I think it's Aegon, right? That's her older son. Mhm. I think um, you're right. It's getting stronger and stronger as time has gone on. Yeah. So you probably could have said that back when Renara was still, you know, relatively innocent. She didn't have three children from, you know, the captain of the the Gold Cloaks. Now it's like
2: I also eh, think they're trying to sh- cast Rhaenyra in this episode as more sympathetic Did it from her <laughs> point of view. I think that I think there was at least a little bit of that, especially with how it opened up having to carry her child to the queen immediately right after getting literally right after giving birth. I think a lot of women are going to be able to relate to that, be like, that's cruel from the queen to do that, even though it's a power play from the queen's perspective, and so that's casting Rhaenyra and that light, and then you have the commander sticking up for, you know, his children regarding Kristen Cole. And I think Kristen, I think the Kristen Cole plotline is the worst plotline in the show. Really? I do. Why? It just doesn't work for me. I mean, the guy has sex with her one time, and all of a sudden, oh, that, okay, so that were sho- that were shown. Yeah, that were shown. I mean... You have to... uh,
1: Honestly, I think it's a fair assumption that that was probably going on for
2: a while between the two of them. Man, I don't know. I would say this. I'm assuming he's probably have, in the context of this show, has probably had his share of women prior to her. Right? I mean, he's an honorable guy. I'm not sitting here saying he's just gone around and done it with whoever i imagine he's fallen for a woman before then Uh, and so it's like it's he has sex with her one time and then the next episode is like let's run off the essos and then and then she's like no and he holds it in bitterness for 10 years it just it doesn't compute with me i think that you know, maybe some more context there it would make more sense. Again, well, maybe we'll
1: get maybe we'll get some of that. But I wouldn't. First of all, I wouldn't because the show's really portrays him as someone who's very innocent at the beginning. He's very naive. He and Allison are very naive characters at the beginning of the show. Like you might be right, but there's Actually, a couple. I don't things. think
2: he's that naive though. Because I mean, he's, he's pretty in naive. battle. He's,
1: he's pretty naive.
2: That doesn't in, mean, it, doesn't mean in one aspect, yes, and in another aspect, no. I would say, and I just it doesn't add up for me that he would just immediately go. Uh, even if you want to say, okay, he fell completely head over heels for Rhaenyra, which I think someone in our comment section had brought up a good point, and they said it wasn't really that he loved Rhaenyra, but that he wanted to retain his honor. That was his main priority was retaining his honor and by well, doing it, it so, definitely
1: it definitely plays into it but yeah. you gotta remember they he was with her a lot they spent they established all that's of this. true they spent a lot of time together he was mm-hmm. probably one of the closest people to her mm-hmm. so it goes beyond just the 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 encounter that they have in what was that episode three yeah um th- that th- he clearly knew he wasn't supposed to do something He Mm -hmm. did. He did take it more seriously than she did. And I think some of it comes down to the fact that she was. He basically realized, like, oh, I'm just your whore. That's. There's so much. There's so much that that goes into that. And then you have to. And we don't know the context of the next 10 years, but Mm -hmm. clearly. And I, this is where you kind of have to make certain assumptions about mm-hmm. that time frame. Clearly, some things had to have happened over the ten years that let that that bitterness continued to grow. Whether that was Allison's influence, and now that he he's kind of um, taken up as her protector, uh, yeah. that there's things that are that are going on. But that's the thing is that the show is kind of just showing you, hey, like he is very bitter about the situation, no matter yeah. what his whether his reasoning is good or not i don't i don't necessarily think that his particular reasoning has to be perfect or mm-hmm. make a lot of sense logically for him to be in that place
2: well here's the main reason why i think that the major kind of plot hole with him is is that the last episode he kills freaking night of kisses and then punches late Lady- like and just remains in his position that we're assuming is because Allison protected him somehow but you would have thought she, with a yeah, commander she's the, she's the queen yeah but with a commander protecting you know you know his children right the princess could have equally as much sway and he got kicked off out of his post you would have thought that at least something would have happened it just doesn't make sense because he I know, I, punched I, he punched Laynor. at least that it, it, The deny the kisses thing killing him in front of everyone okay well maybe something happened that we didn't see okay no big deal but punching laenor well we see
1: that we see that that may not necessarily because there was so much chaos like there's there's reasonable enough arguments for why it worked out so the queen needed him around she got him off the hook I think that's... It's completely, yeah, that's I just, a completely it doesn't, reason... She's like...
2: I just don't see that happening because then why wouldn't the princess be able to do that?
1: Okay, but think about who um, Harwin is to Renera in this episode. And all of the stuff that happens. Like, if she had tried yeah. to do that. And and that incident with him, one of the reasons mm-hmm. that he probably had to leave has mm-hmm. a lot to do with... Um, the children. The children. So it's you're talking about an escalation of things that is much more damaging to Renera and her uh, her children in the long run being able mm-hmm. because ultimately they at the end of the episode they have to leave too. I, and so it's I all of these consequences. They should have at least answered it. That's the thing is maybe we may, we may still get it.
2: But it just doesn't add up to me. I, I I don't agree with you. I see where you're coming from. I understand. I just think that there should have at least been something in this episode for that connective tissue from the last episode well, regarding Joseph, that because that's a big jump in. Into-
1: you just need your hand held.
2: I'm sorry I, to tell you. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I really do right now. Someone come and hold my hand through this because it doesn't make sense that, you know, what he was the... What's he called? The the prince now, I guess. So, He at the time, he was the prince to be... I don't know. I forget the technical Laenor. term for Yeah, it. Well, yeah he was,
1: he's, he's like...
2: The king's consulate the, or whatnot first, at that
1: time. I'm, he's the first son of... um. Uh, what's, Lord Corleus. Corleus. But the thing is, is that even if that... I, I think there's a decent enough argument to say that they needed uh, kisses out of the way. Right? So, that kind of... I, I don't think that the... Because of what the families needed to happen. and again, maybe we'll actually get reference to this later mm-hmm. on, but because of what they needed to happen, chris uh, Chris and Cole getting off is pl- compl- it's plausible, right? it maybe it's mm-hmm. not the maybe it is not the tightest writing that we've ever seen in the show. okay, but it's plausible. And it also makes sense that because uh Allison is the queen. Mm-hmm. There's literally like one person who in the kingdom who has more power
2: than she does. One. Yeah. So let me like ask the you the hierarchy, yeah. Are you saying this because of watching Rings of Power?
1: No, it doesn't I'm have any No, that. no, it doesn't I have anything any to do with
2: Rings. Well, oh, here's God. my other problem with this show. This episode, I'm sorry, not the show. Yeah. But this episode is that I thought that uh Lionel and Harwin's death were forced and it would have made I think from a writing perspective it would have been made more sense to keep break bones alive so that you have that natural tension of you know those are his children than to kill him because I mean he gets killed and it's like eh. that well that's really care
1: yeah that's why I I don't think the point was to actually care about him I think when it came down to it you just the thing that you realize is like oh he's literally insignificant in this and yeah, I think it also I, I has to know, do with I, them wanting to just get through the um, whose children yeah. are these thing.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I just, I don't know. I I thought it was forced trying to do this. Again, not in the same level of Game of Thrones make, as you said, this you know highly impactful, oh, subverting expectations thing. But even with Lord Lionel, it's not that I'm not fine with that. Just I think it could have waited. Sure. You know I mean, I mean? They, yeah. I, I think it could have... And and maybe it just comes back to what you said earlier that maybe I would have been fine with more. And I just, it seemed like Lionel and uh, Breakbones' death were forced in this. I mean, just a lot of questions on them gaining access to the city and then them starting the fire and burning it down. And and why weren't they able to get out? And, you know, what did they jam the, you know, so many different
1: convenience it's, it's clear i don't i don't know if i would call them conveniences because it's pretty clear that the guys are hired they go there they start this fire and they deliberately block off uh areas of that place to make sure that certain people died in that fire and that's kind of it
2: but wasn't so but weren't they in when the fire started Harmon was connected to a Lionel's room weren't they? Their rooms connected, or maybe he was in the hallway or right? whatnot, trying to well, know, sure, that, get that, into his father's room or whatever. But
1: that wasn't hundred percent clear. But I think the intention is to show that they were trapped and the place was on fire. Oh, this and who place specifically? Not have
2: guards did. does this
1: place. Yeah. Well, no, they were. Well, yeah, but <laughs> you know, they, know what I mean. Yeah, but they were cloaked. They 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 show specifically one of the guys leaving, and he's carrying the bucket of water at the end, yeah. showing that. It was pretty easy for them to get in there.
2: Yeah, but again, wouldn't if you see this fire though, and you're one of the guards, wouldn't your first instinct be to go tell? Maybe you they know, your him. king, and maybe because you got to
1: think about it. There were a lot of people that died in that scene, and uh, there was a um, a moment when he's talking about the different people. When I think it's Lion, Lionel, right? The Harwin, uh, no, no, Lionel Strong. Yeah, um, when he's goes down to the the prison that he specifically got people who were going to to die. Yeah, involved and some of them were killers. That's Larry so, you're talking about. Larry, excuse me. I, I yeah. think it's I think it's completely um, reasonable to assume that that situation worked out.
2: Yeah, but even with that, I was like, how does he have that power to release them if they're all in 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 jail for these horrific crimes? Why would the guards just follow what Larry's has to say? I'm, I'm, I'm unclear on his role and well, how much power he has in the sense of being able to release prisoners who are, you know, on death row, so to say, because of their crimes against the king.
1: Right. And they could have th- that could come into play a little bit later. But he clearly has the queen's ear. Yeah. Um, And she asked something specific of him. So it's it's because potent- there's that that's it's later on. But there's that scene where they're sitting in the room. Mm-hmm. together let me see if i can find it and then i want to talk about uh, damon um before we uh ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. let's see so um says, she yeah she wants
2: she wants auto back because she wants someone partial to her
1: right and so what we have established and and again you got to you got to remember what they're what they're trying to do and whether they um whether they're accomplishing that for you is totally for you to, to make up. Yeah. Uh, Make your, make up your mind. The idea is, is that his character has specifically has ways of going about getting certain things done, whether people owe him favors, uh, Mm -hmm. whether, um, you know, he's just good with his words with certain people, whatever the case may be. He holds some sort of sway because you got to remember his father's the hand of the King.
2: Yeah. And to Zach's point, Zach said, I think they may have already been in Harrenhal, Heronhall. And Hall And that was Larry's castle. So if not, he'd know how to get them in. I did think about that too.
1: Yeah, he is it, he is one of the the sons. Yeah. So there's the knew that pieces part.
2: there. It was just kind of like some things there that was like, eh, there's some things missing. It's again, it's not like it's not totally implausible. It just seemed a little bit too fast and contrived to me, or or convenient, maybe would be a better way to say it yeah 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 the first time mom and dad have disagreed on something
1: oh we disagree (laughs) on stuff all the time
2: i know (laughs) it but on the live stream at least but yeah no i do like larry's character though and i enjoy the kind of he picks up on something the queen says and we get that later scene with allison to where she's essentially saying that's not what i meant and then he says well now you owe me a favor and
1: (laughs) and yeah that's that's all part of because they're still got you got to remember they're they're still building characters out in this season, and again mm-hmm. it it's not it's not that that's bad, but I I but I do think it's um whether it worked for you or not, and that's totally fine. Because yeah. I think I think there's some weaknesses in it as well. I mean I I do think that uh, they're rushing the show a little bit more, and like I said before, I would have liked to spend more time with it, but it's not so detrimental to me mm-hmm. uh, that it's gonna bug me in the long run
2: yeah um, I agree
1: I, I, the characterization
2: I, I think the, the writing of the characters is really good in this episode especially in considering everything we've gotten in recent years and just the writing overall yeah. I especially love Damon especially the comments we get with of like Damon hardly ever says anything how do you know this and it's you know my point is guys do you not understand body language and how much that can communicate with no words at all, we talked about it in Arcane too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zach says they establish how strong Brink Bones is, only to have him be unable to open a door.
1: And I think that's a that's kind of a fair criticism. It would have been they they are definitely brushing over certain details that would have been nice like it's like well why couldn't he open the door maybe and and again you could you could say all right well when he was in the room the fire was already pretty high i mean he gets engulfed mm-hmm. he gets engulfed by that and then the the beams fall on top of him mm-hmm. so it could be that you could just be like oh well, smoke inhalation so it's like you're not you're not going to be at your your strongest when that's happening yeah um but again certain details that get overlooked in a show that has been as strong as it has for me mm-hmm uh i'm like okay and again I, I i i will personally i'm fine with well what they're really trying to get across is these characters aren't important players moving forward yeah and so it's, it's they're all, not gonna yeah, matter much over, so we yeah. um even though I, I i think that with i would have liked to have seen uh, damon's wife a little bit more because
2: mm-hmm. um, you can tell that damon really does like her and care about her Because she has some of that free and care, you know, I say careless, uh, but that free spirit that he has and willing to travel the world and go about. And, but then at the same time, you know, when it comes to Pentos, that's right, correct, that. She doesn't necessarily want to settle down there, but where their home is or where she wants them she's home, to be yeah,
1: she's homesick. She wants to yeah. go back to see all of them. and um, I think that's it's it's cool, and I would have liked to see more of her, but i I appreciate the tragedy of the situation because again, it's Game of Thrones. and they really i I hope that they kind of move past the um what would you say the pregnancy themes? <laughs> yeah, getting a they lot get, of them. They're
2: getting a little
1: heavy-handed with some of that, and it's just kind of like, all right, I,
2: uh, we get it, guys.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We've had four characters now. Um, I, I think they really got the pregnancy theme across in the very first episode. I think yeah. that's the strongest it's, it's it's been. But I do like. Um, and unfortunately, I cannot remember uh Damon's wife's name in this. I can't either. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna check because I think I have it pulled up. Let's see if it's, uh, Hmm.
2: You can tell that very much like, you know, he's very Libertine, Libertine as you put him before. And and it has the ability to at least have more freedom in his choices than others in this world. Even if it's not completely complete freedom, that's never what we mean. I think that's how, uh, people understand it. No, No is apparently her name. Thank you. And so, I enjoy the fact that he very much likes his wife, but he's still not happy in his life. And I don't know, too, if how much does he enjoy being a father?
1: Yeah, it's he. Well, it's that free spirited thing where he kind of got everything that he wanted, but now he's got children and a wife and he's sort of miserable. And she says he never leave. He's he and. They're at least trying to establish. I think that he's stuck in the past because she mentions how he sits in the library and reads books about uh, like old Targaryens. I think
2: mm-hmm. and the dragons.
1: Yeah, and so he had he sort of like uh, Lenor, is kind of itching for that adventure again. Um, there's a lot, and despite this, I I I would agree with you. I think this episode is a bit weaker. Um, but I like a lot of the little details about. Characters and then characters who are reflections of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think you get to see a lot of that, uh, in this. Um, and then what did you think? So she's pregnant. Yep. Um, uh, know me. And she, in, well, hang on. I guess we're not quite there. We'll, we'll skip through some of this. Um, cause I think we've talked about most of these characters quite a yeah. bit. Uh, okay. So she's pregnant and she's going through a similar situation to, um, varus's wife in the first episode Mm -hmm. Um, but the outcome is quote unquote different yeah um now i wasn't sure what they were gonna do with this but they did mention or she mentions earlier in the episode that she's like i want to die like a dragon rider yeah Um, so you get to see the the sort of different personality that she has and i think it's one of the reasons why i kind of wish she had stuck around longer because she Mm kind of seemed like a cool character
2: cool character like someone enjoyable that's not scheming behind the scenes. Sometimes it's nice just to have a good character or an evil character and it's just that simple, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I In I think, the midst of the com- complex gray areas, at least when it comes to George R. R. Martin, but every character, for the most part, most of the characters he likes to write always have to be gray.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really funny that the character who in an emotional way, not necessarily a sad way but an emo- I had the biggest emotional reaction to was the uh, the night of kisses. Cause oh, that was really? So br- yeah, well, because that was so brutal, brutal, and everyone else, it's been like, oh, man, that sucks. But it, it, it hasn't quite hit. And
2: Yeah, that was brutal. I'm what Christian Kroll did to him. I mean, yeah, bashed I'm, his face in.
1: I'm curious to see what's going to happen on a second watch-through, because I'm, I'm going to wait till the whole thing is out mm-hmm. and then watch through the whole thing again to see if there's stuff that I missed or... Stuff that's like, oh man, there's a little more impact there, but we don't spend a lot of time with her. Yeah. Um and I don't think they're trying to play this up as so for instance, like with the rings of power. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're trying to play this death up the same way they did with uh Goofy and Caffanel. Goof, yeah, the goofy the goofy guy from uh Rondier's friend. Mm-hmm. Um it's tragic for sure. Um I also thought her dragon looked pretty good in this
2: yeah um i there was a couple he's the oldest dragon too
1: um i remember uh, correctly he's definitely the biggest i i don't know i don't that's that's stuff that i'm not i'm just gonna we'll leave it to someone else to let us yeah
2: if i'm wrong correct me but i thought Vagar is his name i thought Vagar. they had said was supposed to be the oldest and you know, one of the strongest or largest, I should say, dragon. Maybe not strongest, but largest. And you can imply largest can, you know, generally speaking, mean strongest. But I enjoy the fact that Damon coming out to check on her, and then he meets right when you know comes yeah, yeah. to her right when yeah you know, the fire comes out. Um, yeah, there's that shot. And uh, I don't. I guess remember. you can assume that they took the baby from her. So she either he. It's interesting no, because no,
1: no, no. I think I think she. No, I I don't, th- I don't think either
2: of them survived, because I yeah. That so I, been, I was wondering though if they, you know, because the maester said to, Damon, you know, there is a I'm past beyond you know my art or whoever right. it was, and he said you know there is one method we could do, and then it cuts to this scene, and so I don't it's kind of left she, up to determine.
1: I don't think she would have been able to walk outside, because I assume that was a callback to what happened to Varys'
2: wife. Wife, yep. She but obviously yeah i she would have been dead yeah
1: i just don't i don't i don't think that's the case now why they they decided to do that i guess um maybe nomi knew the idea is that like she knew that they that the two of them were probably going to die because we, mm-hmm. you know you're getting a parallel situation situation to episode one mm-hmm. which is also kind of interesting because it's damon and then damon's brother and they both went through um, the same thing these issues uh so uh, yeah it's it's very it's very interesting and i think they are really trying to i don't know if in in hindsight i'm gonna think some of the parallels in the show are a little too heavy-handed like they're doing too many of them Mm -hmm. uh but so far i mean i i'm I'm pretty happy with it again she's not who we're focused on it's him yeah the whole point of this is his character development what we're getting from him and the characters that are Uh, around him and how they're either changing him or things that are happening that are essentially leading him to wherever he's headed next right um you know what's funny is like did you think that that damon put on some weight in this episode was that do you think that was supposed to kind of be implied because he looked a little Uh, heftier in this one uh, like he'd grown a little accustomed to where he was a little lazier well he's aged
2: you know yeah and so with age you know typically comes more weight to it uh, unless yeah, you're he's not keeping out, yourself in good shape. Yeah, you he's know not out mean?
1: fighting anymore.
2: Yeah. Um
1: it's very interesting.
2: I enjoyed the scene too with him and Pentos and uh, our Pentos and you know, him saying about the transaction, hey, it's oh, simple, yeah. right? It's perfect. There's no strings attached It's just, hey, you do this for me and I'll give you this. I'll give you gold if you let if you, you know, protect us with your dragons. Mm-hmm
1: yeah I thought that I thought a lot of that was really cool too. You're just getting a little bit of extra world building from stuff mm-hmm. going on outside of Westeros, which is, was something I think that we had um had wondered if they were actually gonna do like are we actually gonna get to see anything beyond sort of the few places
2: it's interesting too because he still captures the the camera when he comes on screen and they use him uh-huh. so sparingly in the show yeah for right now at least
1: yeah yeah uh, I think the i i my assumption would be is that he's headed to Dragonstone
2: yeah and that oh, yeah.
1: he and renara are going to like he's going to be renara's new flame thing and yeah. that renara will probably have more children and these children will probably have silver hair uh and maybe that's where the question uh you know some of the other question of um Herbal you line know will come in. yeah it's like oh damon's been hanging around dragonstone with y'all like you know renara what's going on <laughs> um so there's some interesting but, stuff coming for sure. Yeah. Um, do do do. Oh, uh, so you? I'm assuming you didn't care much for uh, Chris uh, Kristen Cole training them in the yard since he. You just you're not into his whole. What did you think of that?
2: I, I enj- actually enjoyed that part of his storyline. Story I thought that line. entire scene was good, considering what they're trying to set up. At least that, you know, he's more. Again, he's all about honor, so he cares more about Allison's, you know, claim to the throne yeah. and making sure that her children are more successful. And then, you know, Bones comes along and sees that hey, you're only training the kids, uh, you know, Allison's kids, and trying to, you know, make them stronger, but you're leaving th- these children out. And the King's Guard, from what I understand, they're supposed to be the most trained, the best trained knights and so the most skillful even more so than the uh the city's watch and everything so i enjoy the scene and i think we now see that kristen cole is just a huge jerk yeah oh definitely
1: um but i'm kind of i'm kind of enjoying it uh it plays it really well yeah Mahler mentioned where's the part where he's beating the crap out of him Let's see if we can find it uh he mentioned that there's that chris uh uh Kristen Cole has a smirk on his face at some point when he's yeah, on once, when, when he's getting he maybe when he's getting punched. Let's see yeah. if we can
2: Right after this scene. Or you know. <sighs> and this is it.
1: Oh, yeah, you can see it look. Yeah. Look at him. He's smirking. He get he's getting smacked and he's like, I got he knows he got him. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good.
2: Tyler's in agreement with him with me he says I can't stand that character he's so whiny (laughs) but then he says
1: you know the whole idea was that he he was egging him on yep um and I mean you may not you may not like him but he played it perfectly yeah he knew exactly what he was doing he knew exactly what needed to happen he's clearly whether his intentions are correct or not uh he got the reaction that he wanted
2: yeah, because he's oh, that was on, definitely the, yeah.
1: He's on Allison's side.
2: Yeah, I just think the plot hole op- opens up is why does Bright Bones get cast off, but not him in regards to hitting Lainor? I think for me, that's a plot hole. I understand that the Queen has power, but still, I mean, I you know more power than Rhaenyra that much more. I don't know. I don't know, especially since the king's Rhaenyra's father, so on and so forth. Yeah, but
1: but she's not sleeping with the king at the time.
2: Yeah, that's true. I don't know if uh, Viserys can do any sleeping anyway, (laughs) with the shape he's in. Um,
1: but yeah. So I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to mention before we uh before we close Close the
2: episode? Nope. Um,
1: still happy with oh the rat.
2: Oh yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. That rat's back. Um. What do you think the rat symbolizes?
1: So, I, I know that it's there's like some symbolism behind it, and allegedly there's it's going to pl- actually play some sort of part uh, potentially this season.
2: Mm. Um, and so, so like I don't a plague or a sickness or something.
1: Yeah, which may may explain uh, Viserys' illness because we see mm. the the rats are a consistent thing throughout the episodes. Mm -hmm. And someone had mentioned to me that they were like, well, they think they thought that um, what he had was uh, leprosy. Mm -hmm. But leprosy is contagious, right? Yeah. So whatever, it would make a lot of sense if they there that you're right. There's some sort of plague. And so because I I imagine one of the things that's going to be happening in sort of the downfall of uh, a lot of these people is going to be outside influence as well as inside stuff so obviously Mm -hmm. you're having the civil war but it wouldn't surprise me if you're correct and that there's some sort of disease that starts spreading throughout the city and it's been the rats showing up um over and over again is just an indication because before right they were they were there but not prominent and now this one's like running through his his chamber yeah it's in a it's like in a prominent place um yeah Rather than like, oh, the blood was on the floor in the previous one. And of course, they're doing, they're probably doing some foreshadowing and they're doing some thematic type stuff with them. Um, you could probably, uh, have, once the season's over, have an entire episode about like where the rats are, why they're showing up, what they probably mean. I mean, that stuff is, uh, it kind of writes itself, but it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, my original thought was more of like, okay, the the rats are symbolic of something, you know, because they're um they're dirty and and maybe it's like just another aspect of how things are decaying around Viserys, like he's literally decaying, but there's mm-hmm. all this other stuff that's going on that's just signs of uh, problems in the kingdom that he is, uh, willingly pretending don't exist. Yeah. Um, still a great character still like viserys a lot gonna be sad to see him go whenever that finally happens but um a little it sucks that Otto wasn't in this episode either
2: yeah Um, i like Otto, but he's gonna be in the next one yeah yeah
1: he'll be around now so i i think that um yeah i i wonder if this episode ultimately once the season's over is gonna sit better with me um sort of like the first couple of episodes i wasn't Mm -hmm. sure and then episode five happens and you're like oh yeah that that buildup was really, really good, yeah. um, and so maybe we'll we're see. gonna we're gonna see some of that happen. Because again, we're on the second half of the episode. I think the actors that have been replaced—they're all doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't. I agree. Uh, Allison's actress, I think of everyone, is the one that um, I connected with the most. The most. Um, I'm yeah. waiting for Renera in particular, only because her plot in this episode, or like where they were taking her, was kind of like, yeah, all right like it wasn't bad i didn't think she did a bad job at all but it also wasn't it didn't stand out Um, and renera didn't 100 percent stand out to me when the show started anyway yeah and it wasn't until the like three four and five uh that renera really started being a lot more interesting and so maybe that's going to be a similar case where it's like okay we know she hasn't changed it's like well where she headed from here Mm. uh and i think that's going to kind of determine ultimately once this season's over um my opinion of the character um it 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 does suck not having the other actresses there because i think um both of them really hit their stride in episode five and it's like all right we're moving on to new characters so that that does kind of suck
2: um but yeah i wish i guess my closing thought was is i should say that it'd be nice if the series was a little bit stronger and not just kind of I guess you could say he's not completely weak because he does tell Alicent to regarding the accusation she's, that's obvious, but claiming regarding Rhaenyra that the kings were, we're well aware of. Yeah. That, yeah. hey, you know the implications of that? Drop it.
1: Yeah, and, and you got to remember, the dude is literally falling apart. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. he's missing an arm.
2: Oh, yeah, he is in this episode. Yeah, he's oh, not, man.
1: He's he has been doing his best. Let's see if I can find the there's a good shot of him when he walks
2: in the room my my bro all he wants is a happy family and peace yeah it's 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 so great for his character because he's he's trying to avoid war trying to avoid war and just trying to have peace in his home that's it
1: and and uh, that's why i think okay so he is not a strong character in sort of the traditional sense obviously but one of the things i really like about him is that he he is the most um
2: down to earth
1: uh anti-war yeah he's very reasonable he understand he understands the consequences of what a lot of these characters uh want yeah so when uh renera says we'll let my son marry your daughter right Mm -hmm. uh allison and this is one of those moments where i think they did a really good shot job of showing allison's pride and some of her arrogance in the situation now to a degree it's not fair because you and i know where it's headed yeah and in a way viserys he doesn't know for sure but he knows that what is best for the kingdom is to maintain peace yeah at what as whatever cost. yes and so that is what he's been trying to do um you know he doesn't want he it was like in the the previous episode when he talks about what he'd be remembered for um i what he wants to be remembered for is continuing that reign of peace it would seem Mm -hmm. and he he's uh intelligent in that way the problem is is that he like he's physically weak um he's disabled pretty much at this point um he uh he's been sick for years and uh he has a wife and a daughter who are kind of out for blood yeah and they don't they they don't spell that out in this episode but you can really get you want you know that allison is terrified, and the reason she's acting this way is because she, at this point, believes that when Renara takes power, she's going to murder her and her children.
2: And it's and it's also a self fulfilling prophecy because Alicent perceives that and believes that she's doing all these. She's making all these choices to bring that fulfillment to her.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's like she's she's kind of her own worst enemy, and, and yep. she's not she's not thinking in the same way that Viserys is. Yep. Where it's like. Okay, the situation sucks, but what's best for the kingdom? What she's thinking of is essentially like what's best for her and her children, and and she's not looking really ahead to all of that um, because she thinks that she has that rightful claim, and she's already like convinced whether it's true or not that at this point mm-hmm. Renara would uh, go that far. Uh, that's what Allison believes, and that's why she, I mean she's been in that state of mind since she walked into that wedding that night yeah that was that was almost the, the entire point of that that specific part of uh the episode was that it's like as far as she is concerned she is at war with anyone who would try to harm her or her children yeah so i think yeah i think it's it's still pretty cool man i um yeah not the strongest episode but like i said i wonder if uh over time that's going to change
2: yeah we'll see all right well
1: that is going to be the end of episode 114 of the underground if you're hanging out in the live stream uh i will i don't Joseph. i don't know if you're gonna stick around or not but i'll probably keep it up if anybody wants to talk for a few minutes like i did last week um but we are going to stop recording here uh and so joseph did you have anything else you wanted to say before we go
2: no, that is it. Y'all have a good week, and we'll see you this Saturday for a Rings of Power review. Yes. For, we only have three more episodes, right? Yes. That won't be live,
1: but you Alleluia. can. We put the reviews for yeah. We put the reviews for Rings of Power out every Saturday at 5 p.m. That's when they they uh, they get uploaded. Um,
2: and the next week with House of the Dragon again.
1: Yes. So
2: thank you guys so much, and until next time, take it easy. Politics ruins everything
1: being patient
0: with them i try to but you got room temperature iq Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who mm. got opinions not worth as what's under my shoe y'all tripping on truth when we call it out because y'all people as goofy as i'll get out if y'all with them and not with you i'd sit out because every rapper's on the list now mad in the pitch count Heaters like my soul's beat up No people focus on hoaxes in the shows he booked And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal I must start attacking I Ain't lacking my brains latched in Same way that I game is the same way of the back end All the pain that I bring up is like the pain to the Batman I'm back cracking Whack trends claiming they rap fans and backtracking Give a crap about the what's his face Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate And you are a disaster and this can only go one way And your steady flashing guns and your music viz And I know you do it for the fun, but what you doing is Abusing every rule, of course, you can use it quick You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing, kid Why would you waste your time? Well, you can be so much more So much more One thing that I want you to see that? Is everybody is ignorant It's only when you speak on what you don't know You become slow and that ignorance crosses into stupidity Yet I'm still spending my energy Debating enemies that tend to be idiots Really inept politically That don't have the depth or whittle me Oh well, it'll be co chance in hell So riddle me this Let's have- how am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient. Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know. What's I'm so seeing And vote what you told by the folks that got a this missing. Oh, you a hypocrite. And I'm in awe because the diversity you have not in thought you get away with it because you placed in a freaking chamber with echoes rangin'. surrounded by a bunch of brainless your aim is yet all the same shame because you ain't slick afraid to relate other things because you nameless tamed and weak empathetic you epitomize Politic ties because you scared to be criticized ancient trick you ain't say this you afraid to unplug from the matrix basic why would you waste your time